0: Today's episode of the Film Stage Show is brought to you by Mubi, the online streaming cinema. For your free 30-day trial, go to mubi.com/slash filmstage. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of the Film Stage Show, the movie review podcast for thefilmstage.com. As always, I'm your host, Brian J. Rowan. With me today, we have Michael Snydell.
1: Hello. Don't you like these live action uh, reactions to your song choices? I can't. sour face I just made.
0: I can't see them. Because <laughs> oh, I have right. to work the little slider to make sure that I'm, like, actually pulling the audio down in time. Is that how
1: No, that doesn't. Oh, well. No oh, well. Um, it's, it's shitty anyway. in Chicago right
0: now. <laughs> We also have Bill Graham. Hoo, 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 hoo. Yes, there he is. And a special guest with us today to talk about David Fincher's 2010 film, The Social Network. It's Esther Zuckerman. <laughs> it's Esther Zuckerman. <laughs>
2: Hello.
0: Hello. Oh my God. This is already shaping up to be a great episode.
3: <laughs> Everyone's loopy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. This is, I, I have excuses now. <laughs> so many excuses now you're uh, right over at Thrillist um how are you doing today Esther
3: I'm great um well you know I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> I did my sort of like woohoo like I'm talking to people I'm great but it's you know it's it's going well it's going as well
0: so, as can be expected as well as can be- <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the thing it's like how are you doing I don't know like As a baseline from how I could be doing, I'm doing pretty great. It's
3: right, yeah. It's like there's actually a really good story that a friend wrote for the Atlantic about like how we need better like words. We need a better (laughs) question than like how are you right now because it's like everyone is the same thing, which is like you know relatively speaking like you know fine i guess so but so it was a really good story highly recommend checking it out
0: but. <laughs> it reminds me of of when my grandmother passed last year and like at her wake a relative that i had not spoken to in a while walks up to me and is like brian you know hey how are you and i'm like i don't know what do you want me to say like sh- great yeah, like, like... <laughs> just point backwards at the casket and be like you mean aside from this right like yeah not taking now this just, into account
3: now it's just like the whole universe is like that.
1: <laughs> yeah you're like you know my job isn't going great you know i, I didn't get the my alarm didn't wake me up it just going through all of these trivial things right yeah. in front of a casket
0: <laughs> and now it's like you know i tried to bake bread but i couldn't get to rise for whatever reason so like oh <laughs> uh, you know it's just another saturday for brian <laughs> Oh man. Um anyway, yeah, we are here today to talk about the social network uh, as part of our ongoing series of classic reviews because there's not a whole heck of a lot that's new right now. <laughs> <laughs> So Very going... wide definition of classic as well. I love it. Look, people have been shouting at me to watch this movie for five years and using <laughs> words like classic and masterpiece. For so only, like,
3: fi- only
1: five?
0: I think it was only like five years ago that I started fielding that question from
1: people. Okay. I wasn't disparaging that. I'm saying we've also done John Q in recent <laughs> uh, weeks. We have done The Mask <laughs> of Zorro. Hold on. Oh. The Whoa, Mas- hey. Mask of Zorro is a classic. I will fight I you just, on that. And over
4: the
3: next I haven't seen it since like I was a child. And just my boyfriend who is behind me in this room. And I just rewatched it and we were like, wow, this movie had like so many sexual awakenings for like literally everyone.
2: Yeah. that was half <laughs> of the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's just like, let's let's go over how the entrance shot of Catherine Zeta Jones. Just completely formulated all of my concepts of femininity, desire. (laughs) Now let's do the same thing with Antonio Banderas. And then we'll do it again with Anthony Hopkins when he's wearing leather and whipping candles.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh,
0: Oh, man. All right. Well, before we get into the review the usual housekeeping uh follow us on twitter at film stage show facebook the film stage show email us podcast and of course find us on itunes and give us comment or rating go to patreon.com to give to our endeavor here uh help michael escape the bureaucratic hell that he's going through
1: with his unemployment <laughs> situation which i don't mean to laugh at but it is absurd I I officially got denied again to the new pandemic unemployment systems they added in Illinois. So that's that's, really super fun. No, it's okay. (laughs) I'm seriously fine. I just, you know, going out of my mind a little bit because I I need a schedule. I need to
0: start playing in the arms of an angel when I do the (laughs) Patreon pitch and just be like, for as little as $1 an episode, you can help Michael Snydell buy ramen.
1: and keep the lights on no we're not doing bad like someone DM'd to me recently and it was like you need money i'm like no no i just need something to do during the day you <laughs> need to find a, a new hobby I, uh, my my partner got super into coloring and like she's so good at it now <laughs> it's like amazing like with crayons just, like, in, like aged houses and like textures and yeah what is her medium yeah. Uh, well, right now it's colored pencils, but she's also been doing some stuff with nail polish remover and get some interesting like uh, textures again. And yeah, she wants to get into paint next. Yeah, I don't know. She's making <laughs> me feel bad because I'm just sitting on my ass watching TV and movies. So I demand pictures. <laughs> you demand pictures? All right, fine. That's the Patreon some...
0: content. Join our Patreon <laughs> and in our Slack, we will show pictures of
1: uh, Michael's partner's coloring. I'm just saying one of them definitely looks like it could have been on the side of a van, like yeah. not a creep van, but <laughs> what a van.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, if you'd like to see that, go to patreoncom slash the film show and become a patron. Don't forget that we are also brought to you by Mubi, the online streaming cinema. If you like Michael are looking for ways to fill your day while you are sheltering in place, Mubi is the place for you every day. They had a brand new film for you to watch and enjoy. You can watch it on your phone if you're a monster, your PC, your smart TV. And, of course, once all this is over, you can download those films to watch them on the go.
1: But don't make Nolan sad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, most of them you probably shouldn't do that. Uh, But you can, you know, mirror it to another TV. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Download responsibly. Um, I want to highlight The Man with the Golden Arm by Otto Preminger. This film, of course stars frank sinatra it's from 1955 and this is the synopsis when illegal car dealer and recovering heroin addict frankie gets out of prison he decides to straighten up armed with nothing but an old drum set frankie tries to get honest work as a drummer but frankie finds it hard to stay clean without succumbing to his old habits if you would like to watch that or any of the other 29 films that are on there you have a free 30 day trial by going to mubi.com slash filmstage. Again, that is mubi.com slash filmstage. And that is it. Now, before we get into our review, a brief update from everyone here. That's it. That's right. It's the COVID corner. I still don't have any theme music for this. <laughs>
1: It made it sound like you were going to start to go into the entertainer. And I'm like, the entertainer is probably not. Um,
0: I just watched the episode of Community about grifting that heavily features the entertainer. So Um, for me, I don't usually go first, but I know that like we left people on a bit of a cliffhanger last week. And I will just say to anyone who didn't see my tweet, I got my test results back. I am negative. So good for me. I don't have it. That was a really stressful four days, though. So thank you all for your thoughts and prayers. Uh, other than that, all the same stuff has been going on. I have no updates. Uh, Esther Zuckerman, <laughs> how has this impacted you? How are you dealing? How are you hanging in there?
3: I'm, um, as I said, I'm dealing fine. Um, you know, <laughs> it's hard to say. I, you know, work is keeping me busy. Um, I, my, I'm. Sheltering in place with my partner, and we watch a movie every night. We switch off who gets to choose, which is a very nice, you know, nice. sort of communal way of picking. Um, though we skipped tonight because I am with you. Um,
1: well, we're sorry,
3: <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> we also could have been very early now. Now it's like 10 o'clock. We're, we're not gonna start something at nine, um, because we're just we've turned into very old people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. It's been good. We've just been been watching watching the OC. So oh. going back into that, <laughs> um, in time. just
0: in the, the keyword. Sorry.
3: Yeah.
0: Michael and I, for some frightened. reason, keep threatening yeah. to do a podcast about the OC because I've not, never not seen like, it. it. It's great. See,
3: it's amazing. Correct. I actually hadn't like I'd seen bits and pieces here and there, but I'd never seen it all the way through. Um, so it's actually not streaming anymore. Um, but yeah thankfully ah. thankfully Bob, my partner has it on dvd so we are watching <laughs> ah. it on dvd um which is awesome so that is that is what we've been doing um outside of our movie watching and the sopranos um which we both again had seen bits and pieces of and not seen beginning to end all the way through so that's what we have been doing
1: what was last night's movie was it uh, was it a, a winner or
3: uh, well last night was also a sort of i um i i it's sort of an Im- sort of embargo. I watched a screener, of, <laughs> <laughs> I watched a screener that I, I don't think it was supposed to share my opinions on yet. So, um, and then we watched the last two episodes of the last dance, um, which we have been enjoying
4: as yes. well.
3: So, uh, yeah, which were very good, highly, highly big conspiracy theory about whether Michael Jordan got food poisoning at one point. So
0: yeah, it, that was fun
3: yeah so that's been very fun um so yeah it's
0: do we need been... more conspiracy theories <laughs> well, sure. Why one not? That
3: he brought up himself so you know it's it's sort of rewriting history we probably do not need more conspiracy theories but this is at least a fun thing to sort of dwell on <laughs> as opposed to terrible things so you know
1: <laughs> fair point all right michael Snydell. Uh, yes, yeah, so I had my own scare uh, when I thought my mom became a coronavirus truther uh, <laughs> and sent me that pandemic thing that was going around. Oh no! At which point I uh, might might have freaked out through text. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but no, it's it's okay. I I've been I've been on pins and needles because my sister and mom uh, have been together in in Florida since late February. And they uh, – that's a long time (laughs) to be together. Um, And uh, so they drove home in the last two days. It was a 25-hour drive, and they were staying at a hotel. And I've definitely not been anxious about this for weeks at all. (laughs) But they safely got home. So that is my quarantine update that everything seems okay for right now. (laughs) All right. Bill Graham. Uh, Yeah, I can't
4: figure out my video settings. So I'm making that announcement (laughs) here. Um, Anyways, uh, I, the gym that I work at is opening today. So that was fun. Um, You know, uh, six feet in any direction. So that ends up being like, Someone was saying like 100 100 square feet, but that doesn't make any sense. Um, I think they don't know how square feet works. But uh, anyways, um, no, so – it's been interesting to just basically deep clean the entire gym and get prepped for all of our members coming back in. Um, and I say all of our members, definitely not all of our members. We lost a lot of membership uh, during this uh, coronavirus shutdown and everything like that. Um, but yeah, we're uh, making people check in. So we have a measure of like tracking people if there is an outbreak of coronavirus and um, we are also <laughs> shooting people uh, under the armpit to check their temperature before they come into the gym. I guess that's the most practical since you're not supposed to technically like shoot a lot of these lasers into people's foreheads. Um, we were supposed to get some kind of like contactless uh, thermometer, but that, as a lot of these things, uh, ended up getting delayed continuously through Amazon. So we just said, F it we'll just use a normal, uh, you know, infrared uh, thermometer uh, that you can just buy at Home Depot. And yeah, so that's, that's our life now. (laughs) Um, Otherwise uh, Zillow is keeping on trucking and uh, slowly rolling out uh, different markets to open back up to full-time operations. But other than that, um, oh, uh, one fun thing. So we take a, a big like uh, every two weeks now during quarantine. Since uh, we're we're all not as busy, um, we've been taking company surveys, and one of the last surveys we took was, would you? Like to return to working from the office full time, and I think there was a one percent response rate to that. So basically, <laughs> nobody wants to work from an office full time again uh, after all of this. So that's uh, that's wild. They announced that like on a on a company like. Uh, Q&A thing recently, and they were just like, yeah, so uh, we're looking at uh, how to transition a lot of y'all to working from home, at least part-time. Well, that's <laughs> kind of like, them. Yeah. I was just like, wow, that's cool. Um, my job cannot be <laughs> from from uh, home, so eh, okay, good for y'all.
0: <laughs> so I ran a calculation. It's I think if, <laughs> and I haven't done anything like this in a while, is... Is it circumference or area that is pi r squared?
4: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, six by six is definitely like 120, right? Um, So if I did a circle
0: of a radius of six feet, and if if it's pi r squared, then that's 355 square feet.
4: No, that's that's impossible. We cannot give 355 square feet to each individual member. I don't know no. what
0: to tell you. That's what my very solid math is telling me. I got a perfect score on the English Not SAT, and I almost failed the math. So you no, know, that just lets no you know. No comment. Um, I, my last thing before we get into our review uh, is that my uh, distillery Schmidt Spirits is still doing a fundraiser. We gave out the last of our free hand sanitizer at a food pantry and um, the rest has been earmarked for a local housing project. So if you have any spare money that you want to give to a good cause, uh, help me and my partner Arthur Schmidt over at schmidtspirits.com deliver hand sanitizer free to our community. Again, that is schmidtspirits.com that is Schmidt with no C and I don't care how weird it is, that's how you spell his name. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) Alright. So that's that. Now is the time we can finally talk about the social network again. Well, no, we've all been talking about the social
4: network. <laughs> you have not.
0: I so. can finally have an opinion on the social network. <laughs> there we go. Brian's still there saying, there the saying the Facebook. <laughs> I um. We'll get into it. We'll, we'll <laughs> get into it. Um, this, is, of course, uh, a fictionalization of the account of the founding of Facebook that stars... Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg, and it was directed by David Venture and written by Aaron, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, and the newsroom, Sorkin.
3: Oh, wow. That's sort of a a burn.
4: Molly's Game, you want to add to that?
0: I never watched Molly's Game. Do I have to do that now? No.
4: No. No. I don't don't need to watch Molly's Game either.
0: All right. Well, here is a clip.
3: Have you never seen Molly's Game? Has uh, anyone seen Molly's Games? Yes, game? I have. Okay. okay. Speaking have of Kevin Costner. I have a lot of thoughts <laughs> on Molly's game.
0: All right. Well, we'll have to have you back to talk about Molly's Games.
4: Or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Here is a brief clip of the trailer.
4: I need to do something substantial in order to get the attention of the clubs. Why? Because they're exclusive and fun and they lead to a better life. I know. People want to go on the internet and check out their friends, so why not build a website that offers that friends, pictures, profiles? I'm talking about taking the entire social experience of college and putting it online. site got 2,200 hits within two hours.
0: All right, so that is the world-famous trailer for The Social Network, featuring that creepy rendition of Radiohead's Creep. We're here to review this movie because this is a classic review, and this movie's been out for 15 years. You have no expectation that this will be a spoiler-free anything, so just be aware of that, listeners at home. So let's talk about it, Social Network. We begin, of course, with our guest, Esther Zuckerman. What are your kind of <laughs> nutshell thoughts on the Social Network?
3: I love it. <laughs> okay, that's a good nutshell. Yeah. It's a it's a nutshell. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, uh, I uh, it's sort of like a comfort watch for me. Um, I put it on when I just whenever I feel like it every, basically every year I, I didn't even rewatch it for this podcast because I'd rewatched it like two weeks ago. Um, um, (laughs) it's sort of, it's one of those things that's weirdly comforting for me. Um, I think it's, I don't know. I think we could get into, like, I'm sure we'll get into this as we discuss it. It's a movie that for me has only gotten better as like time has gone on because I think the history, because I think like history has sort of justified it in many ways <laughs> um, and backed up its its points. And it's sort of the perfect, um, you know, it, it really to me is like the perfect um, coalescing of these two people with very distinct styles coming together and making something that is its own thing that works on many different levels. Um, and then you throw in the like Resner Ross score and it's like, bam. So (laughs) that's, that's where I stand.
0: (laughs) All right. Bill Graham, what are your thoughts on the social network?
4: Cool, cool cool uh yeah this movie's right around 2 hours so uh you already know what what my my thoughts and opinions are um no uh <laughs> you so this, much. yeah uh, <laughs> uh yeah i'm looking on imdb and it says 2 hours just period so i'm just like yes yes perfect um yeah no uh venture is you would ex- I, I was surprised when i uh I haven't seen this probably in six years or so. Um, it's been quite a while. Um, and yeah, I was surprised that this was two hours. I'm so used to all of Fincher's films being well above that two hour mark. Um, and, you know, th- this movie flies and yet it doesn't. Like the opening sequence, there's a long tracking or I don't, I'm not even sure if it's a tracking shot, but it's just a long kind of sustained uh not even a cut, it's it's just watching Zuckerberg move from the bar where he breaks up, or where he is broken up with by his girlfriend, and then goes back to his dorm hall, and it takes like, I don't know, like two or three minutes of the film's runtime, and you're just like, you know, watching it back, you're like, what the fuck? Like You're spending this much time watching him just navigate back to his dorm like what's the point of this and yet it it allows them to just kind of set the table it allows them to do the classic like getting a lot of the credits out of the way and stuff like that um it's just like it reminds me of classic filmmaking in a lot of ways and then the rest of this film is kind of different in that it's it's breaking the mold in in different ways uh you know i mean this film is about programmers and it's fun to watch like how uh and you know even like the coding is kind of a little bit of exciting although there's definitely not as much coding in this film as i thought uh as i remembered um (laughs) yeah but uh no this this movie rocks uh the resner score is fantastic Uh, uh, I will give i give Ross credit too there. Um I didn't need to slight him there. But uh no, like it, it just everything is so good. And then the fun part now, I love watching movies much later, you know, 10 years on or something like that. Um, after they're initially released, because now I'm like, that's Dakota Johnson. And then I'm just like picking out faces randomly. Caleb Landry Jones has like a <laughs> bit role. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like I recognize half of these people now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, to, to kind of look back at this, but I mean, really the, the focus of this is the creation of Facebook. And I think it just really holds up as a, a document of its time. Um, you know, obviously a lot of the stuff is, is based on a book, which is loosely based on, you know, the accounts, uh, I think, uh, what's his name uh the co-founder actually is the only one that really like uh helped out uh eduardo Severin. yeah Severin. yeah with the with the original book mm-hmm. that this is based on and so you know that's that's got its own issues there and so yeah it, i was i was reading up and a lot of like the tech industry took this film to task and i was like do y'all never understand like what a what a like a fictional like biopic is like this this isn't but the, the okay, you
0: can't use the words fictional and biopic it's
4: it's a fictional history right that's and also not
0: a thing you're allowed to say with your <laughs> you alternative facts
4: tra- yeah alternative history there you go that's what i
0: mean <laughs> i don't but, know this yeah.
4: is... anyways that that's that's being uh picky brian but you you know yeah. what i'm trying to say if you want say say what i'm trying to say what is this
0: (laughs) i have no idea what to classify this as in all honesty a
3: a drama, a dramatized film is probably
4: what
2: you're there we go
0: a dramatization (laughs) is the kindest way you could possibly put this yes yes
4: yes okay that that'll work but, yeah, um, you know, it, it, it's it's funny to now reflect on the fact that, like, uh, Justin Timberlake's uh, character says, you know, it's cool, a billion dollars. And then you look at, like, the
0: valuation of
4: Facebook, and you're like, <laughs> a little off. Just just a tad. So, yeah.
0: It's just extra cool. Michael Snydell, <laughs> your thoughts yeah, it,
1: on social network. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's, it's been a bit uh, since I've watched this. I, I've probably seen this maybe... Five times since I I first saw it back in 2010, I actually reviewed this for my for my college newspaper, uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't really remember. I, I gave it a pretty high score, and 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 since since then, um, e- each time I watch it, I've like come down a little bit on it, and I think it's because I've become poisoned against Sorkin <laughs> since 2010. Like I, um, but I do think. I, so I don't like – excuse me. I don't love this movie, but I like it and I think it's really interesting to kind of dissect. For part of the reason that Esther was talking about, which you have Fincher, this director who is so cutthroat. He's so precise. He's so cynical. Like – and this movie – has such a chip on its shoulder (laughs) from the first moments this movie is not only slickly directed like and uh you know has this certain sense of like like moneyed brilliance or, or, or like literally brilliance in the sense that yeah you can just tell that everything has been worked over so much. you know that's that's not a new thing to say about Fincher. But it wasn't until this time that I realized how much this movie felt like the same director who made the game or <laughs> or how much this felt like a De Palma movie in the sense that, like, this is it's like he duped Studios into making this huge prank. Like like this movie is is so weird because, you know, you have these ivory tower harvard you know dickheads but they're they're no better than the film itself like they're like as much as sorkin like you know makes these caricatures and everything he's always fighting against uh adventure who has even less respect for someone like like zuckerberg i i really am I almost wanted to look this up, but I want to almost not know about how much Sorkin's draft was changed and how much he was actually happy with the finished product because so I think many of these he
3: is happy with it. Yeah, is he I really? mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, huh. it doesn't really. I don't think it's a. I mean, as far as I know, I actually interviewed him um, last year, uh, and cool. as far as and you know, I brought it up to him, and he, he talks about it. He talks about. The film all the time like I think this is like something that he I, I don't think it's something that he was wrestled away from him in any sort of way and I you know I don't know I don't think I don't feel like it is when you watch it like it's so thoroughly him but also so thoroughly Fincher and that's what makes <laughs> it really interesting to me like it's the two of them sort of melding
0: yeah, yeah. I read I read a um, I want to say like a profile or a long form about this and it seems like Sorkin was like on set and like had a hand in this and they even talked about how Sorkin was much more in favor of fictionalizing things and Fincher wanted certain things to be correct so the thing that they pointed out was that in the scene where he's making face smash okay. um, he he was drinking Beck's, and Fincher was like <laughs> he's gotta be drinking Bex and Sorkin was like no he should be drinking screwdrivers so the audience knows he really wants to get drunk <laughs> And I'm
1: like, that says so much.
0: <laughs> so I like that is also just such a sorkin thing, like where everyone on Earth is like 40 years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there is there is a certain grime I think that Fincher could only bring to that. And as uh, for what it's worth, I I didn't mean to make it sound super controversial, but it's just like oh, no. there's there's just times where I feel like his dialogue is is supposed to have some warmth or feel triumphant at some moment or like soften him a little bit.
3: Totally. (laughs) I mean, Brian, obviously, but like the point, I think the key like difference is you look at a movie, like you look at what the social network is and then you look at what jobs is. um, And (laughs) like jobs is a movie that I, I actually, I, I sort of, I like that movie until the end but you know not having someone so having someone who is more warm and fuzzy like Danny Boyle not that doesn't like bump up against him with the sort of cynicism makes a product that like leaves a sort of weirdly like half victorious half triumphant thing in the mouth that like feels gross now I think especially Mm. when talking about like tech people whereas like Fincher makes it feel makes that grime that you mentioned, like it makes it feel upsetting, which is what I, one of the things I really like about the movie.
1: <laughs> and that's why it's a comfort watch for you. Know.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, that's the end of my thoughts. But Brian, I am curious. So why? Why didn't you see this around the time it came out?
0: It just it didn't appeal to me, really. It just I, like there was a part of me that was like Facebook's been around for like five years. Why are we already making <laughs> a movie about it? And also like, edit, like the, the trailer and everything looked good. But, you know, what, what? 2010, I was one year out of college, probably looking for a job with not a lot of money. And all the money that I had was going towards booze. So, like, I just. <laughs> was it Bax? <laughs> it was no, it was Kentucky Gentleman. Um <laughs> and then 30 racks of whatever the cheapest beer was um the, the 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 strategy was usually drink so much whiskey that you start to feel sick and then level it off with the beer um, i had a problem anyway so so you know i just never got around to it and then after a while it became like i don't know it just doesn't seem like a movie that i want to like go back and check out cuz even though i know people are into it by that point, I am like, oh, Aaron Sorkin, right. I hate that guy. <laughs> um, and so I was concerned because I was like, I'm going to be the guy who watches this movie and hates it. And everyone's going to have a problem with me. So I'm going to I'm going to crib from one of the people in our YouTube uh, chat room. Uh, Christopher Calderon says, more like the so social network. <laughs> and um well, I all right, think it. <laughs> as as hack as that is i love it and i'm gonna use it this is a, for me this movie is fine i don't quite understand the the law that it got previously and as it's funny esther that you said that the more you the more it ages the better you think it gets because at this point i'm like what a naive short-sighted <laughs> film this was It's it like just in the way that like And I don't know that anyone could have predicted it, but this is one of the reasons why I was like, why are we making a movie about this already? There's so many times in this movie where people are like, we don't even know what it is yet. Why are we trying to monetize it? And I'm just like, that's like a statement as to why they shouldn't have made this movie. (laughs) Because now Facebook probably gave us a weird uh, idiot tyrant (laughs) as our president. And I don't think anyone at the time this movie was made would have predicted that.
3: So why I say this is because so I think if you look at it, like when this movie came out, people were there was a lot of anger over like how much it fictionalized and how much it sort of demonized Mark Zuckerberg. Like it was Mm -hmm. there was a lot of feelings of he's just a kid. He's trying to do this like good optimistic thing, like for the world, like he's trying to bring people together. And I think the movie sort of inherently understands that this guy doesn't give a shit about like bringing people together. He doesn't give. he doesn't really give a shit about like he, about human connection and what he created is a thing that, and I think it weirdly shows the origin story of, even though it is not factually correct in many ways, I think it really weirdly gets in the truth of what Facebook has become like of like this idea of, Facebook being this this sort of (laughs) evil is maybe too strong a word, but this sort of nefarious idea and the idea of intellectual property being like who gives a shit on this on a social network like Facebook, the idea of It doesn't really matter who you hurt or who's being made fun of on a social net, like network like this. All these ideas are weirdly in the movie at a time when I don't, when we weren't talking about Facebook in this way. And yet Facebook Mm -hmm. has completely become that. Like Facebook itself has complete. It's like, I find the movie weirdly prescient in a way because it's like Facebook has become this thing where misinformation is spread where people are using it to using it for completely nefarious reasons. Like, and time and time again, when Mark Zuckerberg comes out, To talk, like the real Mark Zuckerberg comes out to talk about his product, it's sort of clear that he doesn't really give a shit about (laughs) what it's doing as long as it's making money and becoming this and becoming the giant that it is. And so, in that way, I think the movie, like in a strange way, got to the truth of what this thing. Became, became and it does yeah like it does seem like small potatoes in this like in the the way we're talking about it I'm like yeah a billion dollars is sort of hilarious <laughs> now when you look at it but I do think it's weirdly like and I think a lot of that also has to do with like and stop me if I'm rambling like I think a lot of that has to do with the mood that is created the mood that Fincher created and the mood that the Resner ross score had created the idea that this is a threatening yeah it feels like to me I feel like and I'm first I'm also not the only person to think that like other people have like written this take as well that like I think it weirdly got Facebook right before anyone was talking about the idea that Facebook could become what it became like
4: yeah. well I, I think I think it's interesting because nowadays so many of us kind of look back and in, in, with jaded you know uh, a viewpoint and we're like well of course a a medium you know a platform like this a social network like this you know Instagram Twitter Facebook wh- name it right all of these are going to be subject to selling all of your data to advertisers because it costs a shit ton of money to run these things right they're not free and so you know this idea that it's altruistic that it's it's oh we're we're doing all this shit and it's like you know i i know i know uh michael and brian y'all don't y'all don't really use facebook anymore but i definitely use it and i had one of my friends the other day message send out a message to his you know he posted it to his wall and he was like hey does anybody know how to like better organize a facebook feed so i see people that i actually want to see on my <laughs> feed versus like he was like "He was like i just had like we, we had a big happy hour together with some of our uh, a a previous group that i was a part of and he was like i i forgot like I'd never seen these people post in the last like year, two years. And he was like, and then I clicked on their, on their Facebook profile and they've been fucking posting like almost every day for the past three months. This, and okay. it's like, so something so, similar so it's
0: happened to me. Yeah. I am. Um... Cause
4: all, all that shit, it, it's all due to advertisers right Like, why are they fucking with your timeline and and that's why
0: well this was a big um thing and this this actually was the part of the movie that i enjoyed the most was was looking back and remembering what the facebook was (laughs) um i have a very firm memory of like going up to a friend of mine in houston being like oh my god stephanie like i got into the university of maryland their you know journalism program blah 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 she's like oh my god as soon as you get um, Did your, you, your UMD you? email, yep. you got to get on this thing called the Facebook. And I was like, what the shit is the <laughs> oh, wow. Facebook? And she told me about it. I was like, that sounds pretty cool. And I remember like each new set of things that you could do on it was constantly met with like, what is fucking wrong with you? <laughs> um, I remember like, you know, when they first introduced like the news feed, and it was just like, haha, ha, what is this? This is stupid. And it just... Like they moved the wall. Like we don't have walls anymore, right? Like that's not a yeah. thing that exists. <laughs> yeah. And you I used to still
4: poke people
0: I, somewhere in the bloated, yes, ugly, horrible back catalog <laughs> of bullshit on there. Just this weekend, all my frigging friends started posting their avatars. Uh-huh. Their yep. little Facebook bitmoji avatars. And I just <sighs> wanted to, to, to jump off a bridge. Um, <laughs> I'm I am coming off as a snob. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and like, and I remember, like, when they stopped doing uh, chronological ordering, like it was a riot. But I guess, like, at some point, <laughs> to Esther's point, Zuckerberg, as he is shown in this movie, just said, "I don't care. I'm God, and the peasants will dance to the <laughs> tune that I play for them." <laughs> and people have. And I had this similar thing. This this woman that I know uh, from college, who I have not spoken to, would probably uh i don't know since freshman year whenever that was she messaged me out of nowhere and was just like hey it's a weird time and i saw like your your thing on like a thing and i just wanted to say i hope you're doing well and i was like oh that's crazy i didn't even know she was still active on facebook again clicked her name she posts all the time (laughs) (laughs) yep i just don't and it's I like, stupid. meanwhile i scroll through my facebook timeline and it's like i have four friends yes <laughs> exactly and the you know it's just it's a it's really annoying um so that was the, the the most fun part of this was just remembering taking that stroll down memory lane but it it is weird because i feel like as much as you can get a sense of menace from this movie as to like what facebook could be it doesn't feel like that's the point it seems like it's more like it's trying to be a an investigation into like the types of people who are making our future Mm -hmm. but the you know sorkin in his way that he will has to tie everything back to a woman you know like i think that the best thing that ever happened to the west wing is that they realized that like moira kelly was not a good part of that show and they jettisoned her because if you look at literally every other thing that Aaron Sorkin has ever done. There is the guy and his ex and they will just flirt and fight and not get together up until the point that the show is canceled with them still being (laughs) apart because like, uh, what was it? Sports night had uh, the, the, the on air guy and his producer and then studio 60 had the, the producer and the talent and Newsroom had Will McAvoy and Mackenzie McHale. And, and this movie has Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Erica Albright. Molly's game is caused by a man. <laughs> well, thank God for that, you know.
3: It's caused by, it's caused by father issues. Um, but
0: <laughs> So I, I do find that like this movie is better than it has any right to be given the script that it has. And I think that a lot of that is, as we have already kind of noticed, David Fincher. Who, See, who's...
3: I disagree.
0: I think the script <laughs> oh, is no. like I
3: do think I do think the script is brilliant. Like I think like I think so many people I mean, I think like your inherent your prejudices against Sorkin are 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 like are bleeding into your viewing of this. I I, I will not deny that great. you
0: are probably true. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's probably correct in all honesty. <laughs>
3: I'm also like a sucker for like his bullshit, but <laughs> a lot of times. I mean, I think I think it's ridiculous a lot of times, but I I do think like, but I do think the you know, I mean, I'm a sucker for the sort of what I mean is I'm a sucker for the sort of like hyperverbal you know rat a tat tat like type of the type of way he talks about things. But I I do think, I mean, it's it is just so like it's so memorable it's a script that gets like stuck in your head it's like catchy in some ways and i love that about it
0: i can't deny that i mean it's it is i mean that opening scene is like such a such a distinct obvious aaron sorkin scene and um (laughs) you
1: messaged me right after you watched
0: that and you're like this is really a sorkin movie (laughs) and the thing is the, the, what, what, the scene? what scene? What do you mean? The, the first scene the when Rune he's Amara. talking oh, yeah, yeah. with Rooney Mara and he's, yeah, he's a yeah. dick. Um, but the funny <laughs> thing is that like in, in almost every, so every Aaron Sorkin joint, I don't know, whatever to call it. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Sorkin and uh, Spike Lee, same person basically. Um, oh, you no, know, so Aaron Sorkin loves this thing where he's got a curmudgeon, right? And the curmudgeon could either be, I don't know, like a 19 year old college student, Or it could be, like, a 50-year-old news anchor. But their whole thing is, they're smarter than everyone in the room, they're not afraid to show it, but they also have, like, some well of pain, and that's supposed to excuse it. And I think the thing that works in this movie's favor is that there is no third act in which Zuckerberg can redeem himself. Totally. I totally agree with that. Yeah, Fincher, like, reigns in the tone and is like, this man is not a whimsical misunderstood genius everyone fully understands him and he is getting a thesis from the first five minutes and we're gonna (laughs) track with that
3: yeah but i do think the thought thesis the like you know is is another thing that also like if we're like I find weirdly prescient and has only grown in more relevance over time like people are you're gonna go through life thinking that people don't like you because you're a nerd but I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart it's because you're an (laughs) asshole like that is that is a line that like clearly I have memorized and I but I also think it's a line that like you know Yes, like they track that throughout the movie, and like thank God it doesn't have that like so, that Jobs like third act where it's like he built her an iPad and or an iPod, and therefore I'm going to put like,
1: music in your pocket.
3: <laughs> like, so
1: it's okay that he abandoned her. you
0: know because he's going to put like, music in her pocket.
3: It doesn't have that moment where it's sort of where it glor where you you sort of think that Sorkin's and in, like instincts would probably be to, be to like glorify him because he did create something like great but like that line about like and, like as the internet has gone on since this movie was made like that becomes more and more relevant like when mm-hmm. you talk about like how like how people act online how tech people act online the sort of like you know and there are like obviously you know i am f- there are so many criticisms to ugh. Ugh, I'm tired. Um, there okay. are so many because I said ism like five times after criticism. I screwed <laughs> are...
0: up your name the first time I tried to say it. You're doing great.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely like criticisms to be made about like the treatment of women in this movie, the Brenda Song character, et cetera, et cetera. But like, I do think that like that moment is so like works so well just because it rings so freaking true. Like, you know for
1: there's there's something interesting i was thinking about uh, in this particular rewatch too that like you know sork uh, or i said sork i meant to say zuckerberg it's all right you know they're probably the same (laughs) person Oh man okay uh zuckerberg like in terms of his public persona like in in real life not this dramatization like he is someone who's kind of stayed out of the spotlight like because every time he's in an interview it's 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 just very awkward but yeah what what's so interesting to me about this film, and and I think it's it's shown first with the uh, the finals clubs. Like he he only wants to you know cozy up to people like the Winkle bosses to get into that finals club, a gateway to something that he thought he would never get into. And you see that again with Sean Parker and uh, Eduardo. Like Ad- Eduardo's trying to set up all these meetings with suits. And Sean Parker's just like, say fuck you and they'll come to you. And and th- that's what kind of came to me is that like, it's less than uh, getting in kind of your third act thing, Brian. It's like barely halfway into the second act that like, the game's already rigged for him. <laughs> Like he, uh, there's like no way he's going to fail. <laughs> uh, but like, he's still he's still settling scores. <laughs> like Not only the last scene, but just like everything is about these little victories that mean absolutely nothing. Like he has this glass, uh, this glass, uh, sorry, facade for his like self-esteem. But then he acts like he's deeply aggrieved, even though he brings everything on himself, which Esther, I think that totally goes back to obviously oh, that first line yeah. you're talking about. It, it, it's funny you
4: mention this because we also just experienced uh, a 10 part series of someone that yeah. takes pettiness and just <laughs> uses it to fuel themselves like Vaseline. Like it's very and, and, you know, in this way, Michael Jordan takes a lot of just like cheap sots and and uses it to kind of manufacture determination for his his gameplay, sometimes even creating it out of out of thin air like it doesn't <laughs> even fucking exist. He admits to that at one point. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, these are egomaniacs right they 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 constantly feel like they have a chip on their shoulder and when they don't have one they go find one right (laughs) um and, and that's that's the crazy thing about someone like zuckerberg is and look i'll try and pull this away from from his you know real life but as dramatized by this film uh that's basically what he does is as as this train starts to move he's like oh shit like this is getting bigger and bigger and i'm going to be able to just like send erica albright a fucking friend request and why wouldn't she say yes to this right like i'm i'm so big right now like i'm i'm about to sign off on this lawsuit that my, you know my former best friend is is suing me over and it's like you know, I, I think at the end and even now it's it's like an untold sum, but you know it probably wasn't you know, a quarter of <laughs> what he probably should have gotten if, you know, the valuation was current, right? Because right, still own
1: thirty percent. Are you trying to say yeah. Zuckerberg is not Tom from MySpace? <laughs> he, he it's not friends with everybody.
4: Yeah, no, that's that's just not the way it is. There's and, a and reason so, that you
1: didn't immediately
0: become friends with the Zuck when you suddenly got a Facebook
1: <laughs> account. Oh, I hate that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it it, it
4: it was funny because I was reading uh some back history about this film, and one of the things that Zuckerberg actually like has publicly commented on about this film was that they seemed to get his wardrobe actually like spotted on to the point where it was like, how did they know I was I was having a meeting in that wardrobe? That's, like those, those plaid pajamas are the plaid pajamas I wore to that <laughs> one meeting. Like, I don't understand. It's just like, that's a fucking weird note to, <laughs> to put out
1: into the world, Zuckerberg. <laughs> well,
3: <flip-flops. laughs>
1: exactly. No, but I, I think that Going back to the one last thing I felt the prescience about is like this reminds me a lot of like brands trying to be likable now and yeah. brands trying to be approachable because like the Silicon Valley thing starts as like a new age country club. Like it's totally a boys club whenever a women, oh. as you're saying, when when Sean Parker's. Uh, or not it's a neighbor from across the street, yeah. uh, which, uh, by the way, a nice coincidence there. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when she comes in, like he throws a beer at her, like he has no cognizance about how to interact with people even beyond, you know, some suggestion he might be on the spectrum or, or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, then when they, you know, become an incorporated company, like it, it, it was so fascinating thinking about that in relation to what you hear about something like Netflix, a company that like also has this certain new age style, but it's no longer country club. It's like new age, um, like spa, like, you know, yeah. you can get massages and you can do all these things. And then you also, you know, in, in the fine print, it's like we're also working 120 hours. Yeah. Like, it's that. It's that weird again surface. Like, I, I guess in a way, it's almost the polar opposite. Right? It's not the polar opposite because the third, the, the end of the second act certainly shows how they became more likable and became more um, palatable to like the yeah. world at large. But like that is something that especially just made so much sense to me. The the fact that you know. Uh, sorry, that, that Mark wouldn't take a meeting with a, a suit in New York, but he's elated about an angel VC. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, that doesn't make any sense, but it makes perfect sense in this kind of like. This world where like everything needs to be a gamble even when it's not. <laughs> like, so, so for me, I think my issue is that like we know
0: what Facebook is now, and we know what it does with our information, and we know how it's
1: it's bought all these things. There's another movie being made about this, Brian. You know that I mean, right?
0: there's <laughs> goddamn has to be, because this movie, it it to my eyes, it it doesn't really touch on most of that stuff. It's it's all about and you can extrapolate. Because the movie clearly has this idea that Mark Zuckerberg is a person who who just wants more and doesn't care what he does or who he hurts in order to do it. But like the movie is is clearly about the 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 intellectual property issues and like you know it, it almost comes it, it and Aaron Sorgan himself said like that the movie, the way he wrote it could have been about like inventing a really great toaster. <laughs> Which lets you know how like how why it like I said, it feels so short-sighted because He's not thinking about what it will become. He's thinking about what it is in that moment, which is a a product that is worth a lot of money that all these people are are looking out for and want a piece of and where did it come from and who gets to claim it. But like we now know that like it's a hugely exploitative thing. It has possibly changed the history of the world by, you know, allowing for misinformation to spread. It's literally driving some of its contract workers to suicide. As they try to like sort through all the images that are put on it for mm-hmm. for bad content, and this movie is just like it ends with him friending a girl because it 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 is saying like Facebook, which he owns and which he shall continue to own, is the prize. And there's like three different times in the movie where people are like, "We do it for girls, right? Yeah, we right, we do it for girls. We do it because like when a girl was dating a lacrosse player." And your girl said something about liking rowers. And then two rowers gave you an idea of what you could do. And it's just, it is again. uh, And (laughs) Esther, you're not wrong. My dislike of Aaron Sorkin might just be poisoning me against this, but like, that's 100% his, his thing. Like the, the concept of there being a girl who broke his heart is apparently 100% fiction. He apparently had a girlfriend while all this was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, It's And it's things like that that, like, make me wonder, like, what, aside from being able to pitch this to a studio, like, what is the utility of even keeping the branding of Facebook in the name Mark Zuckerberg? Like, why not just try to do a fictionalized account so that you can make all of the points that you clearly want to make about how a dude who's wounded by a woman can change the world? (laughs) Without, you know, I, doing this, this thing where you've, you've kind of penned in this, uh, this concept of what Facebook is and, and where it came from. It's, it's just very strange to me that they would do that. And again, I mean, just, I do at some point want to talk about the horrendous treatment of women in this movie.
1: Wait, Astra, I just want to, I want to pose a real quick question. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I mean, to interrupt. I'm just curious, Brian, if this was about a fictional company and was mm-hmm. ty- entirely an allegory for power. Yes. About power. Excuse me. Not for power. Would you like this movie better?
0: Probably not, no. I think that I think that there would be a layer of discomfort that I have with it that would be removed. But many, many of my issues would still remain. But again, I think that so so here's another thing that I'll say uh before I pitch it over to Esther. There is a scene in the newsroom. (laughs) Where Will McAvoy McAvoy has perpetrated a horrible prank upon his ex, Mackenzie McHale. He knows that she just found out that he got an offer to work in California, and she's going to use that information to be like, you were never serious about me. I don't have to feel bad about cheating on you. And because he knows this, he goes and buys a ring from Tiffany's So that he can pull it out and be like, I was gonna ask you to marry me, you should actually feel worse about cheating on me, which is a horrible sociopathic thing that this man has done. And they try to pitch it as as goopy and romantic at the end. Because his shrink is like, you need to go return that ring and do some real deep soul-searching, you maniac. And instead, he is alone in his office, it's after hours, and he looks at the receipt and then tears it in half. And you're like, oh, he does love her, he's keeping the ring. And I feel like what you were saying about how Steve Jobs and this movie differ, directed by Danny Boyle, the scene of him clicking that would be like, oh, poor Mark. Like, this really all was because he just couldn't find the wavelength to talk to this woman and treat her well in the way that he really wanted to. But Fincher on the other hand is like, drain the color, put in a single piss colored (laughs) light bulb. You really shrink your shoulders and just keep hitting the button. And we're going to make you seem like a troll. And I think that that's that's why this movie gets away with that.
3: But you also say the troll. And like, I mean, I like, you know, you mentioned the treatment of women and like, as a woman, just, Throwing that card out, there. <laughs> I am not bothered in, in this movie like by that much. Like, there's a lot of stuff in like Sorkin's filmography, TV history that I am incredibly bothered by. I am not bothered by it in this movie because I think like, you know, and another thing you said, like, it's funny because I feel like you keep pointing out things that like make you dislike the movie that I'm like, but actually this is what made me like the movie. <laughs> you mentioned, you you know, you talk about like the idea that we know Facebook is like, we know now that Facebook is so exploitative and like, like I think the idea, like the, the movie's point is like that the root of this thing is exploitative. Like the root of this thing is like, is exploitation in a way, not exactly the same exploitation that you're talking about, but like exploitation of women online. Like there is no glory in that like face mash scene. And like, I mean, truly, I feel like the only, truly the only moment with like a woman that, rubs sort of the wrong way is brenda song sort of burning the tie the like crazy the like crazy bitch moment but that doesn't even bother me like but you know in the grand scheme of things like I think a lot of the you know a lot of it to me is like these these foolish men sort of taking it upon themselves to to sort of act as god in a way um and i think that's like again like going back to the thing like if there's anything that like the his the current path of facebook is told is it's like that people are trying to act these guys are trying to act like god
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just to me there's there's a difference between that and uh, again this movie kind of pitches like Oh, uh, Mark, like, did all this because he just wanted a friend. He like just wanted to fit in. He just wanted all this stuff, and he didn't care who he hurt as long as he got the feeling of being a part of something. And I think that the truth is might maybe more insidious that he just he wanted <laughs> he wanted power and money. And this movie, to me, by ending on that scene, undercuts that message because it, it and 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 the way that Rashida Jones talks to him and says like you know oh creation myths need a devil like you know and so people are gonna think all these horrible things about you, but like, you know, you know the truth. And then he's like, yep. And the truth is that God, I miss Erica.
2: But <laughs> and- I don't think
3: Fincher,
1: about- I don't think yeah. Fincher believes. I, I'm sorry, Esther. No, 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 go you're ahead.
3: Yeah. I know I, what you were saying. I think is true. I,
1: I don't but- think Fincher believes that's a cute moment. I, I don't, yeah think and and I I say that in part because the song that's that immediately starts <laughs> playing is this incredibly cynical you know uh like Baby 60s or... 70s mod yeah. you know a song about like money changing hands like I I really do think you know going back to what I was saying earlier that they are kind of Fincher and Sorkin are mostly perfectly at odds I do actually think if That's not to say there isn't sexism in this movie, but I do find Rashida Jones' role in this very strange because it does kind of feel like she's supposed to be the softened audience surrogate in a way, like in a very didactic way. And I keep thinking, like, is there supposed to be something more complicated here that I'm, I I, like that these are people who are also duped, like, like I I guess I can take that, (laughs) but I. But I will say that last scene to kind of what you're saying, Brian, I I very much agree with Esther that like I think it is underlining the insidiousness. It, it I mean, certainly that last scene is petty as much as it's like, oh, this girl didn't like me. Like, as we just said, like, right. Like, and do you like about, me
2: now?
3: I mean, also think when you're talking about like if you're to- I, I don't think. The girl starts it out, the girl ends it. But I also think, like, if you read into that opening scene and that whole – and, you know, as Bill was saying, that whole opening sort of shot of him walking through, it's not really about – for him, it's not really it, – it It becomes this thing of, like, he's lonely and he's clicking the thing and he's this sad – troll like just wanting this person that he ditched to like him but like it is about money and power and I think one of the reasons that that opening sort of tracking moment is so powerful and like when you hit the like the Reznor off like
2: boom <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Brr, which I like love that like track um, is because it is about like because it is about money and power it is about the halls of power it's like very much about heart like these this like and that. Sh- the shot is him running through like the Harvard quad and he's like institutions of power all he's talking about in that opening scene is you know the clubs and the mm-hmm. you know and roosevelt and you know getting and- whether,
4: whether he, he became president because he was in the club and and yeah. his, his his point is well he didn't get in because he wasn't in the club you know and it's just like okay but does that mean he got in because he was in the club and it's just like yeah you didn't answer that question did you um you know-
3: the other thing, like, you know, you talk about... We haven't even talked about, like, Army. Do <laughs> <toilet>. I Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, the whole... You know, the in the Hall of the Mountain King rowing sequence, you know, mm. the, which is the sort of... Which, you know, I think is one of the things that makes the movie great, the sort of operatic, you know, putting it on the scale of opera, putting it on the scale of, like, you know, the Shakespearean drama. But, like, that is, that is also this depiction of this, like, moneyed power, this, like, old... And, like, the... One of the things that I think makes it so great is this, like, the, these juxtapositions of, like, old and new power structures, um, you know, the mm. old power structure of him running through, heart like, Harvard's hallowed halls, the, you know, the Winklevice sort of sense of entitlement <laughs> because they are tall, white men of Harvard and the honor of being men at Harvard versus the sort of, like, lawlessness, Rapaway, like, tech culture that is springing up and like Mm -hmm. it is so much like you know it's so much to me you know not really about him sort of like trying to get a girl it's about him sort of trying to find a center of power um that and you know perhaps because of like sorkin strange chicks the girl is used as the kicking off point and the sort of like ending point but for me the sort of meat of the movie is not really that at all it Mm -hmm. seems like these two sort of poles of um of of power structures um old and new
4: Mm. well it's interesting because i i I don't want to jump back into the the female thing the runi mara (laughs) character too much but um a it's interesting that she's even on Facebook, right? He's he's almost got a power play just simply because <laughs> she's using the platform that he created. Yeah. Right? Like like the, that she's even able to be friend requested, right? Um, well, look, if Steve
0: Jobs dump you, does that mean you're not gonna get an iPhone? <laughs> and, and, and,
4: and, and that's 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 the perfect kind of synopsis, right? It's, it's like this is dumb. I'm yeah, of course I'm joining Facebook. Like why not? Um, but the other thing is that like again it goes back to the pettiness right she she is one other person on his list of things that he wants to like y- y'all y- y'all keep trying to to turn it back into he wants her back fuck that no i don't think he wants her back at all i think he wants her to basically come back to him in a different manner. So not as a sexual conquest or anything like that. He wants her to accept his friend request because (laughs) like, that's it. Like that's the ultimate like power play is yes, we broke up and yes, it was weird and awkward and nasty and yes, I'm a douchebag. And yet still you accepted my friend request because I'm powerful. Right. And that's it. That's that's what I think it is. I don't think it's I don't think it's a sexual thing. I don't think it's a relationship thing. I think he sees her as someone that that got a leg up on him and dumped him unexpectedly, and he just wants to be able to kind of strike that that final piece off that list.
0: But so in in so many ways, this movie is a little bit like Citizen Kane. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think that the difference is yeah. in Citizen Kane, we see Charles Foster Kane enjoying his wealth and exercising his power, and like forcing his will upon the world because of what he has gained. And this movie never really does that with Zuckerberg in a real way. I don't well, feel. I, I I think I like think aside from of- the movie, aside from when he goes in pajamas to the place.
4: Sure. I mean, I think I think part of it is A, the company never made the amount of money that you would see him just kind of flashing it about. But B, there's also this weird thing in a lot of the tech industry, a lot of Silicon Valley and stuff like that, where you have the people that get a bunch of money and just can't help but spend it. And then you have these other people that get a bunch of money and they're like, who the fuck cares? Like, I'm going to keep working on my product, right? And, you know, they, they'll look at their laptop and be like, still works. Good for me, right? And, you know, they're not like looking around at everything and being like, because I have the money, let me spend the money. They're like, eh, who cares? Right. But okay, but like some issue Zuckerberg in this film is kind of presented as that kind of person where no, he doesn't he doesn't give a shit about like how much money he has. He gives a shit about what that gives him
1: power towards. Right, right? but even like a million followers, to make it explicit.
3: But I also think like to sort of go back to my earlier point about like these old and new power structures like I think that's so much a part of it because what it ends up being like the fuck you flip-flops the like you know middle fingers to the world like it starts out being this idea of what like all he wants is to be sort of respected by the harvard institution whatever that means um and he fought like what the triumph of it is is finding a way out of that to sort of say fuck you to the winklevosses who are the representation of that sort of old money, Harvard, like buttoned up collar sort of form. And that's, that's like another reason I think the movie is so good and sort of like as, as this transitional sort of like representation, you know, not factually accurate, but like grand tradition representation of like power and how power has changed in like the past decade, because it's like, yeah, who cares about like those guys who cares about <laughs> who cares about like the Harvard who cares about the Harvard guys you know and, and those sort of halls of power like it's the tech guys it's the it's the dropouts that that are that ha that can lord it over you and like wear their fuck you flip-flops to like that that's the that is the gloating I feel wow, like absolutely. of it
4: Well, it's, it's also interesting because like in this film, it is presented that, that Sean Parker is the one that's influencing uh, Zuckerberg to do that in particular. Right. Like, like you can see him, Zuckerberg look back around and look at, at Sean Parker. And he's like, yeah. And Sean Parker's like, fuck yeah, man, go do this. And he's just like, okay, cool. And it's just like, it wasn't his idea, right? Like, like this is totally. No, that's not power what
0: he would have done.
4: No, and and so I think all of this kind of idea of of him being a a flip flop where that has disdain for like the upper echelons of of uh, power and money and stuff like that is kind of eh, this film i mean he wears flip flops throughout this entire film but it's not as a mark of like fuck you i'm i'm better than you it's just like he he just has something like like michael is saying you know this film kind of presents him on on a bit of a spectrum to the point where like eduardo at one point he uh he's you know, told to come outside during this like stupid, uh, uh, little party that they're having. And Zuckerberg is in like shorts and flip flops. I'm pretty sure. And like <laughs> Eduardo is full on dressed and shivering. And he's like, it's fucking freezing out here. You can see snow on the ground and you can see like him, him, you know, blowing out hot air. And, <laughs> and it's just like, Zuckerberg is just like, huh? What? No, I, I, I don't care about this. Like, you know he he's listen to what i'm saying <laughs> yeah he's thinking 10 steps ahead of what is the temperature right now like he does not give a fuck about the temperature
0: i guess i get and and i uh, i don't know i just i'll never uh, the movie never has him exercising or seemingly enjoying any kind of power that makes it seem like like i i fully believe that that is what the movie probably wants to be viewed as but i just can't See that, uh, as Bill said himself, like, you know, it's really uh, Sean Parker who gives him a lot of that chutzpah and then he uh-huh. gets his his I'm CEO bitch cards and then doesn't even show them to Sean Parker. No, he,
4: he feels embarrassed yeah. about him. He, right. he, it's like so he doesn't.
0: So that's, um, and if you and again, it, you know, we were already talking about it. this is a fictionalized account of like, you know, one man's claim as to what the beginning of Facebook was. So if you're already fictionalizing it, why not? Add in a scene or two of him buying something nuts or like, you, want you know, I don't
3: think, because that's not because that like because I feel like that's just not who the character like that would make that that's would so, feel so out of place to me because like I think the idea like I don't think like it's not like it's not about like I think that's what makes the character you know the character of mark zuckerberg interesting that it's not about you know it's not about flaunting like it's not about flaunting wealth in this way it is about this sort of these these modes of acceptance um you know
2: but to me that sounds like a movie uh... being
3: being let into rooms essentially like that is what the sort of movie is 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 getting as his motivation is like it's literally like the door of the clubs opening up the door of like the vc firms opening up the door like it's it's about doors rather than about like hey yeah like i have money you know he he could because because like the idea is from the beginning like he could you know you're at heart like you're at Harvard to begin with you could make money in like many different ways like how are you going to make money that is the fuck you to the the institution of Harvard
0: to my I think- mind that sounds like it's a movie that's about an alcoholic who can't get drunk like it's just there's there's like I'm like watching a guy drink and it's just like okay but what's he getting out of it it's like nothing but he is an alcoholic and it's like but there's there's no there's no reason there's no but I th- There's but I just I, I, are- I understand what you're saying, like the opening of the doors, but like the only door he really walks through is Peter Thiels and he takes it and then like the one that Sean Parker does. And there's never a moment but where he's he- walking
3: through all the doors. He's walking into the he's walking and he's walking into the like, he's like, you know, he's literally like <laughs> it's gonna sound dumb the way I'm putting it, but he's like <laughs> literally walking into the history books. He's walking, he made something that people care about and like yeah I think that is sort of the movie's gamble is that like you know five years out of the invention of Facebook we didn't know that people are going to care about it but like now you know 10 years out it's like yeah like this is in the history books this is what people care about this is you know that he is a name like you know
1: it's just so casually monolithic
3: (laughs) yeah he's is such a name and that's like I mean I don't know but that's like that that that's what matters. That's like the institute like that's the sort of like institutional power. He's become his own. He's become his own. The movie starts out being so much about like the institution of Harvard, you know, the jokes about BU at the beginning, like you, you know, the, you, don't joke, you, you, you don't have to study
0: because you go to BU. You don't have to
3: study because <laughs> you go to BU. Like it starts out being so much about the institution of Harvard and how and how, you know, how you're sort of granted you you go to Harvard in this like wand is like flashed over you and now you're a powerful person and this mm-hmm. and this is about sort of like inventing it and like the movie in some ways is so much about inventing like its own institution like its own version of that which is the tech world where it's like you can run your own you could you know the scene where they're like the scene I can't remember who mentioned it, but the scene where the where Sean Parker comes in from next door and he throws things. It's like you're running yes. your own frat house now. You're running your own version of the club. You are running the. You wanted to be in the club. Now you're running the club, and that is sure. like the. That is the ultimate goal, and that is also sort of like. And that also sort of goes back to the final shot. Like you are pressing. You just now you want somebody to come join your club that you invented. That you now mm. have the power over. Like it is like the movie so much about clubs and this club mentality that like so that I think
4: he has, he has the hazing scene, right? right I when, was about to the say. And so yeah, yeah that, that hazing scene is is getting into the club, right? Yeah. But it's, just... about wielding,
3: it's about wielding that form of power and that form of like opening and closing doors. Now and, you can then, close, now you can close a door in someone's face the way that you felt your door <laughs> the way that you felt a door was closed in your face. Like
4: so so i gotta i gotta ask a serious question here do you think bill gates agreed to be in this movie (laughs) because he was like finally the attention is off of me cool yeah that wasn't bill gates though was it yes it is no i'm pretty sure i looked it up
0: that
1: is not bill gates no it just looks a lot like a real cameo i don't think
0: so no it was
1: not (laughs) okay well that would have been hilarious
0: bill gates is just like i'll show up for a day yeah Yeah, no it says it's steve sires his speaker slash bill gates yeah that's his (laughs) pseudonym
1: his
4: uh
0: (laughs) he has played Um, bill gates in three different things
4: see (laughs) have it it, has anybody seen steve sires and bill gates at the same time (laughs) is this the for you guy
0: (laughs) (laughs) no he was in nothing so strange the social network
1: and robo shark as bill gates Interesting. Some renown. Okay, so I, I, I do wanna I, I do think Esther's really right though that we we should talk a little bit directly about the Winkle uh, the Winklevi. I, I, I <laughs> it's the Winklevosses. I, I, I was the Winklevosses, fine. Um I like how he uh, uh Eisenberg won't say winkle winklevi, by the way. Um I, I do think to get away from another uh, another sense that this is about a woman, too, is that in the way that principal scene is an echo of yeah. the scene, I, like because that scene, they are, you know, they sent a letter, you Blurry know, with summer. a legal grievance and then they bring up the Harvard code. Yeah. And this principal is specifically repeatedly talking about I don't know how you got in my office. So, uh, Michael, <laughs> no, it's, just... It's just, such just, a great
0: scene. When it's a college, it's a president.
2: Yeah. What did it I is say? Larry Summers. keep <laughs> saying
0: principal. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, uh, anyways, the, the just, did your parents sign this
1: waiver? <laughs> <laughs> the president the president is so irritated that this these people these students who are probably huge donors, by the way, which is how they got in there, but also why he has to pay vague attention to them. Uh, he's so irritated that these people would ever give the possibility that they would need help, but he would have done that to anyone. Like so, going back to this to this whole idea of these of these power structures is there is always there's always going to be a a certain a certain hierarchy and it's not necessarily about a woman it's not it's not necessarily you know solely about even uh you know saying fuck off to someone who's below your station it's just a, a a belief of expectations and i think you especially that's what even more so than just like setting the table. I think that first scene gets that across where he's running across the entirety of Harvard. And as Bill was saying, like it's, it's a ridiculously like opulent spacious campus. (laughs) There's no reason (laughs) for how they shoot it. So many arches. Yeah, like it's 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 an obnoxious <laughs> campus Like that gets across so much about the attitudes of not only the students who, as you were saying, Esther, like they got that flick of the wand and yeah. they're in, but they're not they're not in. Then they're still, you know, they were uh, big fish in a little pond and <laughs> they're in the ocean and they yeah. they have no and idea it- what to do.
3: And that, yeah, and it that it, it's even there in how he shoots it. He's he makes him so small, and the score is so menacing, and these it it's so beautiful but scary and dwarfing you. And like I mean, that's the brilliance of the score to me is it's like it is a sort of techno thrum like versus you know the sort of like you would expect some sort of like jaunty violin music like running through or I guess I don't know or maybe like chariots of fire yeah like you know um obviously that's England but that's what her see to me it seemed like
0: it was like a sad (laughs) song because he'd just been
3: no it sounded it sounded very
0: mournful to me
3: it's a scary song. Like, I don't know. Listen to that score again. It is scary. So many it is fun. like, I watched,
0: so I watched is, the first 30 minutes of this again, like last night or something, because I was I, like, I didn't maybe, maybe like I'll watch it again and it'll be fine. And then 30 minutes in, I was like, okay, I've got all I need. I really? <laughs> I really think I picked it up and I don't want to go through this again. Um, And, and I, I, I understand that like there is def, I mean, Atticus Ross and, and, and uh, Trent Reznor can't, Probably couldn't write a happy song or a sad song. There's always gonna be some menace. Every I th-
1: day is exactly the same.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I definitely there is a menacing chord in there, but it, it almost is like from this man's sadness shall spring a demon. Um and I think that part of the reason that they show the 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 walk of him going is is to to cue in on his isolation and also kind of show that like this guy had a long walk to cool down. and then still immediately got home and was like let's live journal the shit out of this (laughs) and so it's like yeah he holds on to shit like he's he's holding on to it for a while i have a i a, like so this may just be the way my brain works and you know we can can only work we can only work (laughs) movies through how our own filter is i have a a question and i think that for me this might have helped me to more buy the concept of him being addicted to the opening and closing of doors um, beyond everything else is if he had gotten a friend request from her and he had declined it. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that like, is that crazy? I, I like, you know, again, he, no, everything is made no, up. So.
3: <laughs> no, cause he's like, he, cause he tells her in that first scene, I'll invite you, I'll bring you, To the club, like, if I get into Mm -hmm, the club, you'll mm -hmm. be my date, you'll get access to these, you'll get access to these rooms. And now she won't, now he's, like, created the ultimate, like, room, and she, he won't, he, she won't give him the access back that he sort of, which is, like, into her private world that he so, like, craves. Right, but Um, to
0: my mind, it's, it's, it's almost more impactful if, if she is finally, like, okay, yes, I would like that, and he's, like, no, access denied. Because to me... You know, there's a well, power well, in opening I doors, mean- but there's more of a power in being able to shut the door in someone's face.
4: He's he's Mark Zuckerberg. He could kick her off of Facebook if he wanted to. <laughs> like, like be- prove it, Erica Albright. Prove it. You know? <laughs> Just like I won't let you access my website. You just haven't signed up correctly. Clearly, you don't have the right ED. You have
0: violated the terms of service. You have violated well, the terms of service. Yeah.
4: Well, it, you know, it's it's so funny because now looking back at this, uh, you know, I I remember being mad when some of my friends that uh or not even friends like acquaintances from high school that were still in high school sent me friend requests on Facebook. And I was like, I was like, what the, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I was a high schooler that went on Facebook. this just ages
2: me. But like, <laughs> I got it.
3: My junior, I got it. My, uh, Summer after sophomore year of high school.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm like Brian. I uh, I showed up for uh, freshman orientation, Christ. and <laughs> and as they were giving me my EDUs and signing me up and everything, all my uh, all all my what what are they called the the people that that helped you out throughout that entire process? You're like
0: advisors. Your RA's. <laughs>
4: RAs. Yeah. 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 Kind of RAs. Um. Yeah. They were. They were like hey, sign up for Facebook right now. Like, you, you have an EDU. And I was like, what the fuck is Facebook? And they were like, it's cool. You can poke people and you can friend request people and see all their pictures. And I was just like,
0: uh, okay. Did this movie ever address the poke?
4: No. <laughs> That's what <laughs> That's I wanted to see. Never address the poke. But, but much like the poke the tongue is never addressed in the mj documentary either well i, I say i say the mj document, i say the mj documentary but i mean really it's Last it's about know, like, yeah uh that final season but i mean yeah no uh, he they never addressed the tongue thing and i was like god god you gotta address the tongue thing because like i remember growing up and playing any kind of sport and if you stuck it out your tongue Everybody would call you on it and be like, "Are you trying to be MJ?" And it's just like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I see him do it all the time, so I guess like, it's just, you know, uh-huh. just comes second nature. But yeah, that feels anyway. like a
0: cartoon thing to me. <laughs> Should have done <laughs> the annoying. moonwalk during it as well. Clearly, <laughs> <Literally. laughs> I don't yeah. even remember no, what I, we were I, talking I don't know. about.
4: Now. <laughs> I, 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 I fucking love this movie in in so many different ways, and like there there aren't that many female main characters but i I don't know i i don't have the issues that i mean nobody in this fucking movie wins like (laughs) like well except for the females
0: (laughs) everyone who manages to get away from mark zuckerberg wins
4: actually i mean (laughs) even uh uh what's her names uh the the uh, law assistant or whatever she is, Uh um, yeah. Jones. Yeah, she, she's not. She's not an actual lawyer. I don't think that's who
0: she is what did she said? She's like a, a sexualized in, in yeah, like she jury specializes selection in
1: and void Yeah. Yeah. Jury selection. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. It's about likability. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And, and her, it's her whole curious.
4: like, yeah, her whole like, like spiel to him about like, no, you should definitely settle. Like, like this will, this will be just a, a pit stop for you. Like this is, this yeah. is a bump in the road. Yeah, you're, like, you're
0: a real
1: piece of shit. And we don't want you in front of a jury. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but I'm also representing you, so don't be as much of an asshole. <laughs> There's actually the one
0: person who might get off okay is uh, Dustin uh, Moskovitz, yeah, played by the kid from Jurassic Park. Yep,
2: because oh, he seems I like see he's
0: doing.
3: A million times, and I, I did not have... wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's Tim. <laughs>
3: Oh my god!
0: (laughs) Doing all right. Doing all right.
3: Never made that connection. I
0: saw him and immediately was like, "Oh shit, it's Tim!" (laughs) I saw you get all the hacker now. Have you stopped
1: giving Lex shit? Um, He's justified as a Pentecostal uh, snake handler
0: villain as well. Yeah, (laughs) he's not a villain. He's he's a snake handler. Snake handlers aren't inherently villainous. i didn't mean to derail
3: those random things i like never made that connection that's crazy sorry i'm like just i can't get over that
0: well you you learned that and i got to say the phrase snake handlers aren't inherently villainous so this is a banner night for a lot of us how's snack doing brian snack the snake is doing great (laughs) growing like a weed um cora cora is still firmly in love with him um i was gonna say something and now i can't remember what it was it was it was something about i don't know dustin did great <laughs> <Come> on, <laughs> you,
2: Tim.
1: um um yeah so good like, in this movie too i don't always like i i liked friends with benefits but i don't always like jt but he's good in this all the actors are doing a really good job andrew garfield
0: playing a brazilian for some reason is is great
3: well yeah i mean what? this is another this is another like issue with yeah, like, the cast I mean, like Max Minghella should not be playing that role. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah, there's, there's a lot of that.
3: Um, and nor should, but
0: yeah, <laughs> he was <laughs> born is. in California well, I mean, to a British you, mother and father. I mean, like,
4: can, can you believe they cast the single person as twins? Like, that's crazy, right?
0: Yeah, right. You're taking away <laughs> jobs from minorities and twins. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen as the Winklevoss. Vi-
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! They, they were the only ones available.
0: <laughs> um. What was I going to say? Yeah. It, it was so. It was kind of funny though because he was like, you know, I think it's just a, a diversity thing, and I was like, they didn't have enough white people. Like what, is this? <laughs> what? And then it was like, oh, I guess he's he's at a Jewish fraternity, so maybe Jewish is <sighs> like a counting thing. And then at some point, they're like, I
3: mean, Eduardo oh. was Eduardo was Jewish. So yeah. Was Andrew so Garfield's. Uh, <laughs> Is Jewish? Yeah, he's half. I I know. I don't believe that he's any Brazilian
0: though. And so at a certain point I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening, but that's fine. And then yeah, I remember I remember the uh the Mangela thing being a uh kind of a, a whole thing. Because people were like, no, he's partially Indian, like an eighteenth. Okay, but why do they have a steel drum and a DJ at that party? That was kind of weird, right? This is one of my pettier <laughs> complaints, but um, and I just need to get it out there because I tweeted about it and I feel oh, like people no. are, are judging me about it. I feel like between Sorkin's writing and Fincher's direction, this feels like a school composed primarily of people who were recently accused of murder <laughs> and um who are still waiting in the fishbowl to go in front of the lineup. Like every every, Caleb every landry p- jones. Every person <laughs> in this movie is very stiff, rigid. Like the girls on that bus going to the party, and then the party itself, like for a movie that says that mu- much of these guys their their actions were motivated by like a desire for sex and the attention of women like this is the most airless sexless movie this side of like I don't know the new Star Gone Wars Girl? or something <laughs> like yeah I don't know so I just needed to get that out of the way because there there was a part of me that was like you know what could what could like
3: well like okay to be fair <laughs> yes. what have you ever like what has uh, a nerd in college like quest for sex like ever been actually sexy. <laughs> but that's
2: the, thing. What, it's, not like
0: even... of the it's not even Nerds. It's not even Oh no. <laughs> Wait, is that the, well, it's, well, it's not the, the I was about to say it, which which uh which horrible sexual Darth assault Vader act was in thing. that one. Yeah, I think yeah. It's
1: the Darth Vader one. Yeah that's
0: the that's a bad one. Um I mean they're all pretty bad. Um <laughs>
4: right right bad right bad
0: yes um yeah what was oh. i gonna say it's not it doesn't have to be sexy but it should feel like it's motivated by a libido but that's another that's that's
2: actually
4: can you imagine the the trent Reznor score for that no
0: yeah it would just be closer <laughs> over and over <laughs> I understand that the movie is not fully about that, but they're like, you know, they pick up two girls and they go to a, a a weird dinner club with them. I don't know. Like, there's just there's a there is a there is an aspect of this where at least for Eduardo, he's like, hey, I can pick up a girl like this is great. And Zuckerberg talks about the the the, the club parties and everything. And like, it's a gateway to a better life. And then we see one of those parties And like I have been to like I have been to to cater waiter dinner parties that had more sexual energy than that place did. And it just is one of those things where I don't know if it's the writing or the directing, but these are two artists who just have a very they are so tightly wound and constructed that they can't allow themselves the space that you need to feel the sloppiness of human
1: emotion. I don't know. Bradley Whitford's pretty hot in West Wing. So <laughs> it is the craziest thing on earth that he has groupies. They're like, oh my God, are no you God. like the vice
0: press secretary? I love you. I saw you at FSU. <sighs> that is like a real moment that happened, though I got most of the details wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel
0: like we're at the end. <laughs> I want to say again, this movie, this movie has many fine qualities. I I've copped most of them, but I could not just let it become a love thing. And I think actually that this may have, I am I am now, I won't watch it immediately again, but I do want to watch it again to see if I can pick up on more of the power stuff. Success. Because because the, I, to me, again, it just felt like there was so much beyond that, that the movie was trying to say was a motivation That just didn't pull through. And I wonder if it is just the fact that it's made by two, uh, you know, very artful, but very rigid homunculi that makes it so that we can really only say that power was the objective because we feel nothing else coming off of these characters.
4: Well and and I'm curious <laughs> if if the book itself has as much to do with with the way that this film ends up being about these scenes. I don't
3: think the book had like I have not read the book. I don't think the book that it's based on had much to do with any like I think like Sorkin took that book and turned it into something like entirely totally his own and then fincher <laughs> took his script and turned it into something entirely
0: yes i 100 percent agree with that i think like, that, that I, is i
3: think the book was sort of like a almost almost like one of those like sort of
0: Tr- true story, like
4: type of. <laughs> sure, I, I I think
0: it was supposed to be that. Well, the as book well. itself yeah. apparently was heavily heavily criticized for its liberties. Yeah, it so like yeah. it's because it, yeah. it was funny because I watched this movie and I was like, all right, now to do my due diligence and see about like the backstory of all this, and it was just like the movie's a lie, the book's probably a lie, <laughs> everything Eduardo said is like not a lie, but like in the book it's probably a lie, and the truth is probably really boring, and I was like. All right, so I've got the movie to go. on.
4: <laughs> well, the, the the one the one truth is uh, Eduardo's name is on the Facebook masthead, and I had to I had to fucking like Google how to get to the masthead, but uh, it's there, and it's also on the Wikipedia page as, uh, along with our our boy Dustin.
0: Oh, really? How's Dustin yeah. doing?
4: Yeah, he's he's still on there because he had five percent, right? Him. Yeah, he's yeah. linkable, so uh, I, I sure, I assume that I can click on his name and probably find some back backstory about him. If <laughs> I my, was
0: my him, last... I would have been so jazzed to have been played by Tim from Jurassic Park. <laughs> 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 I feel like as a kid who
1: grew up with that movie, I'd be like, I'm getting played
0: by Tim this is great i love it
1: my last non sequitur is i was really mad when they're at the acapella concert and they're like oh is irving berlin not good enough and they were doing like boys to mind okay all right that's 100 a sorkin <laughs> thing because another thing
0: that sorkin loves is that everyone knows cole parter it gets he gets the guy literally gets brought up in everything that sorkin writes and i was like he showed immense restraint not having a Gilbert and Sullivan reference in this movie because that's his other favorite thing to do. In addition to trash cans on fire, people tripping over chairs because they become so befuddled by a new situation. Like, there's so many I don't know, that's pretty in this. Relatable, <laughs> is it? I've never tripped over something because I've been like, "Oh boy, wow, something crazy's going on. I gotta get out of here." That's
1: exactly what I say too. Oh boy, wow. <laughs> Uh,
4: the the true history of Michelson and Dell tripping over that chair.
1: Oh, long history there. <laughs> um But
0: yeah, you know, the score is the score is great, though it did remind me that like I think this was one of the first scores that they ever did. I and think an, it was the first, right? Then, the I first think so, yeah. it
1: is. It is. Dragon Tattoo, Gone Girl, and the Watchmen, I guess was the most Mm-hmm. I There's venture,
3: been a bunch of like in shit. between
1: stuff. Yeah. And, like, oh, has there? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah they've done they've
3: done a lot. Like, they've
0: done a lot, but it, it it reminds me of my favorite internet article that was like a joke that I ever read. But it was like, is this an office machine or is this a Trent Reznor score? <laughs> and it would play like a five second clip, and you had to decide which it was. Were you um, right? I was wrong a lot.
3: That's <laughs> a That's a good. That's a good. That's yeah, a good- game
0: if you google it you can find it um uh yeah so this movie i don't know 6.5 uh it's, it's on we didn't even say it's streaming on netflix so you can check it out if you're so inclined
3: ten. i ten. i'm sorry 10 out of 10
0: <laughs> i and look I'm forward sticking to, to it, it maybe going up um at the very <laughs> least I've, I've loved this conversation this has been great um and andrew garfield uh, a great a great performer who uh was really good in this Love him. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like, if I had to rank his performances, I guess, like, this and Silence. Violence. Yeah, Silence is mm-hmm. up there. And then I even loved him in hex Never Star Let Ridge. Me Go. Oh, you know, I still haven't seen Never Let Me Go. I, not a fan? <laughs> oh, no, no,
3: no, no. I was, it's more like... I. I, whatever I hear, never let me go. I think of like reading the end of that book like on the train and like sobbing. Like I love that book and like just like <laughs> I tears streaming down. My I read face.
0: that like foo <laughs> sometime in college and I just remember being like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> and my friend I read being the
3: end on like a uh, on a subway and was just like,
0: <laughs> "My friend Dramatic being, like, phrase, what's wrong, <laughs> man? What's wrong?" And I was like, "This goddamn book is wrong." <laughs> <laughs> good movie. Good movie. I like the yeah. movie. It's Romanek, right? Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, because apparently he's a giant asshole, but I don't
0: know. That's that's the rumor. Him and Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> anyway, that'll that'll put a bow on this. Um, that is our thoughts on the social network. Uh feel free to reach out to us with your own thoughts at podcastfilmstage.com, the film stage. Uh, show on Twitter and of course, um, Facebook as well. What else? Um, before we sign off, don't forget to go to MUBI.com slash for a free 30 day trial a movie. Again, that is MUBI.com slash and, uh, check out the Frank Sinatra classic, the man with the golden arm by director Otto Preminger. Um, and don't forget that you for as little as $1 an episode can help Michael Snydell get a new pair of socks. <laughs> the hard chicago summer ahead Again,
1: staying inside for
0: <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. it would be easier if it were in the winter because then i could be like you know maybe oh, help him get like a sweater I'm gonna um, take them knitting, then. <laughs> anyway that's patreon.com slash film stage show um and that is it so uh michael what are we talking about next week
1: um oh i actually meant to look this up all right uh, well. <laughs> I don't know. To be announced. <laughs> All right. Look Excellent. forward to us talking about TBD. Oh, boy. Uh, Hopefully,
4: it'll... is under two hours.
1: I, I can't <laughs> announce. We will definitely be doing the spikely Lee, uh, Du D- Five Bloods uh, in early June. I, I will say that we will definitely be doing that one.
4: <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I'm sure that's short, right? It's it's an
0: epic. <laughs> sorry, wait,
1: what was what was that hister?
4: Oh, new
3: movies.
0: <laughs> Hooray. Remember those.
2: We, did Love the, new movies.
0: we did True History of the Kelly Gang not that long ago. <laughs> and watching John Q as an adult, it was like a new movie. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <clears throat> all right. Well, that is all. Uh, let's tell the fine folks at home where they can find us between now and the next time. We'll begin with our guest, Esther Zuckerman.
3: Uh, you can read me on Thrillist, and I'm on Twitter at EasyWrites.
4: All right. Bill Graham. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cablebfg, and you can also find me on the Slack channel.
0: All right. Michael Snydell.
1: Uh, on Twitter at, at Snidell, uh Letterboxd. letterbox. Uh, I am still doing intermission. The third episode uh, about the meetings of Anna uh, with Fong Lee uh, will I'm hoping it's it's gonna be out tomorrow, but it's gonna be out for Patreon people first, and then I can also announce that the next episode of Intermission will be uh, Andre Tarkovsky's Mirror with uh, Logan Kenny.
0: All right. Uh, as for me, you can find uh, all my stuff on my personal site BrianJRowan.com, all my writing at the filmstage.com. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and everything at Brian J Rowan. And again, a slight plea, if you have any spare money that you can throw our way, go to schmidtspirits.com, uh, click on the donation link and go to our GoFundMe and help us to produce free hand sanitizer for people in our community. Again, that is Schmidt S H M I D T S-H-M-I-D-T-spirits.com. Anything you give is uh, greatly appreciated. Um, we've been doing a lot of good. We can always do more. So that is that. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us, and tune in next time.